and welcome back to Around the World. Arthur Ron Wiesberg, the beautiful Andrea Camber in the studio as we fly across this globe. And uh, now we're going to go somewhere. I've been to once. Have you ever I've been to never Finland? Been. Never you know, been. No, that is really the, the light of the midnight sun. The, uh, you know, it's way north. And, way, and way north. Beautiful. I mean, the images that, that you conjure up when you think about it are gorgeous. So well, the guy who might be able to give us some real insights to this one is Max Hartshorn of GoNomad.com, who's joining us live, probably from the East Coast. Hello, Max. Are you with us, Max? We're in Max. around the world. There he is. Good to have you back, Max. And where in the world are you today? Well, I am in beautiful New England, Massachusetts, the home of GoNomad.com. But as, I, as you just mentioned, Finland it should be on your radar. Finland is really fantastic. I have been to all the Scandinavian countries, and I was told that this is not a Scandinavian country, Arthur. It's a Nordic country. Nordic. Yes, I, I, I get that sense. Even the language is, is pretty unusual. It's almost more like Russian or something than English. I mean, than, than, it is. Well, than, you know, Russian. Exactly, and Russia figures very prominently when you go to Finland and talk to people in Finland because uh, they got that big border, that 1,800-kilometer border with Russia, and at this point they're not allowed to do any more trading with Russia, which really, really crimps their style, and it's been a real thorn in the side of the people in Finland because they have a, a border, a neighbor, and they have tourists that come over, and now the ruble's not worth much, and they can't send over any more their milk and their bread and their meat and so forth. So a little bit of a problem there, but what a great great destination to visit for a traveler. So you, you, you arrived, what, in Helsinki? Would you start there? Well, yeah, we, we flew to Helsinki and then quickly flew over to Turku, which is the oldest city, the second city, Turku. And um, Turku has really become a dining destination. I was so impressed with the food, but both up and down Finland, every place we went, food was a major, major thing that was a real highlight. And in Turku, we met some wonderful chefs, and, and they're really doing great things there. That's a smaller city. It used to be part of Russia. And then we went to Hanko, which is another small town on the Baltic. And then the final uh, couple of days, we were over in Helsinki. Wow. Nice. So, so you ate your way across. You know, you don't think about Finland and food because we, we, we don't hear about Finnish food very often, do no, we? No, not Except finish your plate. Finish that's right. Your finish all your meal. You hear about Finnish design all the time. Yeah, Obviously, that's true. It's legendary, and we Americans yeah. love well, Finnish design, um, but... We, we were told that in Finland maybe 10 years ago, when nobody really did, people didn't go out to dinner that much. And if you went out to dinner, you had one thing, pepper what? steak. Pepper <laughs> that steak, was, that was it? Pepper steak was it. Now it's, it's local farm to table, it's reindeer, it's produce in their small but very bounteous small window of harvesting. They do a lot with local food. And actually, in terms of food, the most exciting thing we did in Finland really has to be restaurant day, which is a special day four times a year. Anybody in the country of Finland can open up their own restaurant for one day and pop it open on a, on a tabletop tent and have your neighbors come over and buy your food. How about that? One day restaurant. That's a creative day. idea, isn't it? Isn't Very. that neat? Yeah. 2,700 restaurants are popped up in all over Helsinki and all over the country, and this has been a movement, and actually it was started because they were kind of reacting to the very strict laws that they have about opening restaurants. Mm -hmm. So in order to try to just sort of like, you know, put that to rest, they just did a people's movement, and they said from now on, on this one day, anybody can open a restaurant and serve kebabs or sardines or uh, any kind of food that you want. Wow. It was really, really fun. You know, you were saying earlier about how they have a very short growing period, but of course in the summertime they have a lot of light. Uh, when you were there, were you in the summer, winter, in between? I was there, yes, I was there in May, and it stayed light till about 10.30 p.m., and I think it got <laughs> light, you know, right around 5 o'clock in the morning. Not 24 hours, but definitely a lot of light. 
Um, the climate is, is beautiful, you know, in May and June, July and August, it's just beautiful. Maybe almost as nice as Santa Barbara. Although in November, it gets to be a little cold. Well, I even remember when I went there in June that the I went to play golf outside of Helsinki, and just putting the tee into the ground, I needed a, a little hammer because <laughs> it was frozen. still cold. That permafrost was coming through. Oh, well, it felt warm and wonderful when we were there. We got a chance to see some of these smaller towns. Like I said, you know, most people's itinerary in Finland consists of Helsinki and Lapland. And the distance between Lapland and Helsinki is pretty remarkable. It's about as long as Chile. It's really long. Um, the, the, you know, basically most of the country is there in that lower part. And then, of course, you get um, a small number of people who live in Lapland. But, um, you know, seeing these other towns, I really would encourage people to think about other places that you can go. I mean, there's a beautiful beach scene in Hanko. They have a beautiful beach, the, the Baltic Beach. You can see by some of the photographs that we published that there's lots of things, you know, great of course, there's great saunas. That's a great tradition, and we imbibed in that. Did you very, do very hot saunas. Were you we in a indeed. co-ed sauna, Max? Uh, you know, they don't really do that. I mean, I guess they do that, but we didn't do that. We were with a bunch of big, a bunch of workmen and a bunch of guys, and they showed us they had a portable sauna, which they towed <laughs> with a tractor. And they packed the sauna up to a lake and <laughs> lit it all up, and we went in and had sausages and beer and had a great old time. I don't know if I want to sit naked with a bunch of guys eating sausages. Yeah, we're showing a naked guy right now walking into the river. Is that you, Max? There he is. <laughs> is, that... <laughs> is that you, buddy? <laughs> He's a good guy. Oh, okay. You got Andrea's <laughs> attention now. <laughs> I want to hear more about that portable sauna. That's my kind of like little, like little U-Haul. Now you know. It, yeah. Well, that you know, it's also very important in Finland that you go in the sauna that you use birch wood, and that it's not uh, no electric doesn't cut it. It's got to be a birch wood sauna, and you you take these little birch branches and you you know sort of give you you know you you not a, you don't do it in Russia like where they beat each other with the branches, but you do sort of <laughs> itch yourself with these branches, and then you have to have beer and you have to have sausages. Those are two very important things. Th th this is, sounds so SM. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, I, but anyway. <laughs> Hey, Max, how about beyond drinking beer, don't they have, like, some really strong spirits in Finland, like Aquavit they, type of stuff? Yes, they do. Aquavit is a tradition. Many other types of vodka. You know, there's some great vodkas that are made there. Um, I'm trying to think of what we – you know, we actually really enjoyed the wine. Not Finnish wine, obviously, but we definitely, you know, we definitely enjoyed um, the, mostly wine. And um, I didn't really do the, the spirits, but I think you're right, Arthur. There is a tradition of that. Now, when I was in Finland, they were complaining about Estonia and all the fake uh, uh, things that were coming across from Estonia, Estonia and being sold in, uh, in Finland. Uh, did you see any of that in the antique stores? Like, well, uh, the, actually, I mean, I didn't see fake things, but the, Estonia is a really big destination for Finns because they buy liquor over in Estonia. They do these massive booze cruises. Mm -hmm. uh, the, whole, the whole country buys their booze in, in Estonia and takes, takes a ferry across and then brings it back to taxes or something like a, a third as much. So you, you really say, I mean, some of the things that, that are expensive are there are things like cigarettes, alcohol. Um, of course, everything's taken care of from cradle to grave. I mean, you have health care, you have free university, you have um, fantastic, you know, year, maybe a year maternity leave. I mean, these are happy people, and they're really taken care of. Wow. And now, welcoming, you have expensive booze. But, but the fake <laughs> Fabergé, that's the thing that I think uh, got a lot of people when I was up there, because they were selling it oh, like it was right. real Fabergé. Oh, that's right. And uh, it ended up, uh, you know, when you take it back to the States and show it to somebody, go, no. And lots of knockoffs on their Marameco, you know, fabrics that are so popular still today. And... 
but you know what? If you're going to be known for something that's a colorful, lively pattern yeah. and print, is kind of a nice. Uh, Finnish cheese was amazing. If you went down to the harbor there, there's a you know there's that food market. It's kind of like a, a public market of all these different food uh, purveyors, and they had some fantastic local cheeses, which you never think about Finland and cheese, but it was really good. Oh, I tell you, that was the highlight. I mean, we did a whole story. You can go, if you're interested in Finnish food and some Finnish cuisine, on Go Nomad, Paul Schul, my, my compatriot, did a beautiful photo essay of the food in Finland. It's just tremendous. Well, really fresh, really good, really great restaurants. And also a non-pretentious attitude about food, just freshness, quality, the seafood. You know, they really love seafood, and you get a, a lot of really great seafood in Scandinavia and Nordic countries. But all in all, that was a big part of our what we liked about it was the friendliness of the people. There's also a real affinity towards Americans there, um, kind of unlike, I think, in Denmark or Norway or Sweden. I think there's a more sense that there's more Finns who have come to this country in the 20s and 30s. You know, hundreds of thousands of Finns came over, and many of them settled in the Midwest, and so you get huge enclaves out in the Midwest of Finns, um, but it's a it's a place that is very much um, you know uh, I mean Saarinen, the great architect Saarinen who designed JFK Terminal, um, designed many many things, and he's a well known Finn. But there's a real affinity between the countries between the two the two. Um, uh, two countries that is different from other parts of Well, that's that great, Max. We'll definitely make sure next time we go to Finland that the uh, Finnish take out their sausages in the sauna <laughs> for us. And uh, you can read more about it on GoNomad.com. Thank you, Max, for joining us today on Around the World. We'll look forward to talking to you soon and uh, travel okay, well. Okay, thanks very much, guys. Right. Bye-bye. a break here, and uh, Shannon O'Donnell is going to be joining us next. We're going to find out all about world travel adventures that began as far back as years ago. seven years ago, years 2008. Ago. We want to find out about all that here on Around the World. We'll be right back. This is